Well, good day, fantastic, beautiful, wonderful citizen of planet Earth. What a privilege and honor to be with you again. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing amazing. I'm sending you a massive hug through the airwaves. We have an incredible episode of the show for you today. We have former CIA agent Robert David Steele on the podcast. And I will warn you right away that this one goes down the rabbit hole. It covers a lot of dark topics. Um, He was... Uh, involved and worked with the International Tribunal for Natural Justice, something that I worked on as well, that looked at uh, the systems and the problem of organ harvesting, ritual satanic sacrifice, and human trafficking on the planet. Really, really dark stuff. So in this one, we talk about an article that he has just written on full disclosure and the disclosure of extraterrestrials. We talk about information pathologies, energy, consciousness, and cosmic infinity. We talk about the Jeffrey Epstein case study, software backdoors, DHS, Mossad operations, false flag operations. We talk about the deep state, secret societies, free energy, and so much more. This is a truly mind-blowing episode. Uh, I invite you to check it out on YouTube. Interestingly enough, in this episode, I've never had so much feedback and problem with hearing him. I was getting messed with. Uh, It's never happened before, and it happened so intensely through the show, so there's going to be some static. It's hard to hear him. I have to cut off the show and then restart it again, so it does get okay. You kind of have to power through, but uh, I find it fascinating. We're talking about all those subjects and really get messed with with the Wi-Fi and the connection, which hasn't happened really before. So really interesting stuff. Anyway, uh, if you guys like the episode, please share it, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. It helps tremendously. Uh, but the best thing that you can do is one kind act today for another human being. Um, make sure to spread that kindness. It's a real spiritual action you could take to improve the life of someone else or the day of someone else. Um, you can support on Patreon. Thank you so much to all my patrons. Thank you, Wendy Slepian. I hope I pronounced that close to correctly. Uh, You tossed a buck in the bucket on Patreon. I really appreciate that. It helps immensely. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair to toss a buck in the bucket if you'd like. For those of you guys who are interested in coaching, I have a few spots open for August and September. And if you're looking to uncover your life purpose and really connect to more meaning and purpose, your life vision, you want to break through limiting beliefs and programs, and you want to design specifically your preferred reality Uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, demystify peak performance, esoteric stuff, and all of that kind of thing, and learn the tools and systems that work, hit me up, matt at zenathlete.com, or go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching, fill out the form, and I am happy to work with you. And if you want some training or coaching for your organization, just send an inquiry there. Happy to work with groups and organizations as well. Um, I have two incredible sponsors for this episode. First and foremost, Pro vocabulary.org. It is a master class in language. It will help you have better focus, clearer purpose, better relationships, stronger presence at work, and so much more. It really is absolutely essential knowledge in language and how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others and use language in an incredibly empowering way. Considering we use thousands of words a day, you want to learn how to master language. So you can go to procabulary.org and use the checkout code word magic and get yourself $100 off that incredible program designed and created by the man Mark England, who's been on the show a few times. Also, this episode is brought to you by the new Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi training, the KBB method. For the first time in over 60 years, Tony and Dean are sharing 
something they have never taught before. It gives you a formula to extract the knowledge and create a profitable mastermind workshop or community. And they're doing a free live training. You can go to bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz blueprint. That's knowledge B-I-Z blueprint and check out the webinar and the training there. So that wraps it up. Let's get into this amazing episode. But before we do, let's come into a state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day, filling yourself and every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, energy, connection, inspiration, and ready to take on this absolutely mind-blowing episode with Robert David Steele. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the conceptualizer of integrated election reform and the integration of holistic analytics, true cost economics, and open source everything engineering, or OSEE, such that we can achieve a prosperous world at peace at 10 to 20% the cost of the failed Western economic model burdened by banks and lawyers. He is the pro bono chief enabling officer of the Earth Intelligent Network, a 501c3 devoted to teaching holistic analytics, true cost economics, and open source everything engineering, now also CEO of Open Source Everything, a for-profit that seeks to help all countries. America first if Donald Trump will listen and create a prosperous world at peace, a world that works for 100% of humanity at 10% of the cost of the failed Western economy. In 2017, he was recommended for the Nobel Peace Prize, a prize he hopes to help President Donald Trump win if the president will implement the ideas being offered to him in the here and now. The first step is the creation of an international open source agency for local to global information sharing and sense making as well as OSEE innovation. Welcome to the show, Robert David Steele. Thank you. That's a, that's a great uh, introduction, and uh, I will admit to being a spiritual retard, but I'm trying. <laughs> well, I so appreciate your time. I came into um, recognition of you and your amazing work. That's just a brief uh, bit of your bio, but you became the uh, commissioner of the natural or International Tribunal for Natural Justice, your former CIA. You've done a tremendous amount of work in service to humanity, discovering truth, and so much. So it's an honor to have you on the show. Do you want to give the listeners a little bit about your background and some of the stuff that you're up to, and then we're going to dive right into it? Sure. I, I, I think it helps that I grew up as the son of an oil engineer in South America and in uh, Asia, including four years in Vietnam as a child from 63 to 67. I saw the world. I came back, uh, I did a very good political science degree at Muhlenberg with a thesis on multinational corporations and home host country issues. That's when I realized that the banks and the corporations were basically looting the earth. I was rewarded with a fellowship. I did a thesis on predicting revolution. That helped me realize that all the preconditions for revolution exist today in the United States of America. The two biggest ones are concentration of wealth and loss of faith in the legitimacy of the government. And that's where Donald Trump comes in, because with all of his warts, 
he is more authentic and more committed to America first than what we call the squad. The four women, uh, one of whom appears to have committed immigration fraud in order to get into the United States. And these are the people who are attacking America. And by the way, I had lunch with Dr. Randy Short, one of our black leaders in America. He told me that not only is Donald Trump not a racist in the eyes of the black leaders, these four women are vastly more racist than anybody he knows across the United States of America. So there's some interesting things going on. Anyway, so I, I, I uh, joined the Marine Corps because I thought I'd become too intellectual. And I was very bored by four years of peace. Uh, so I joined the CIA, which was very competitive. I mean, one in 25,000 is accepted. And I was one of 65 people accepted for the clandestine service. And I'm very proud to have served there. Um, three tours overseas. I was one of the first people to do terrorism uh, as a full-time job in the 1980s. I wrote the original CIA uh, standard operating procedures for a clandestine field station. Believe it or not, they didn't have one. And I think they've thrown it away since. They like to do loosey-goosey bullshit. Uh, and I left CIA when I found out that they were basically totally about stealing and building their budget and doing evil things. And they were not about actually getting the truth for the president, which is what I thought I'd signed up for. The Marine Corps had uh, known me because I was uh, a Marine Corps intelligence uh, reserve officer. They invited me to come to the Marine Corps, leave the CIA, and I helped write the Marine Corps Master Intelligence Plan, create the Marine Corps Intelligence Activity. And this is where it gets interesting. I realized as the ranking civilian, the second ranking civilian in Marine Corps Intelligence, the ranking civilian in the Marine Corps Intelligence Activity, CIA doesn't know jack shit about the rest of the world. They basically have been focusing on Russia, China, Iran, Libya, and Korea, and a little bit on Cuba, and they don't know anything about Burundi, Haiti, Somalia, whatever. They also don't do useful comparative intelligence, which is a word for decision support, so that the president can understand where we're strong on trade and where we're weak on trade. General Tony Zinni backed me up on this. Uh, several years ago, he said that when he was commander of the U.S. Central Command, fighting two wars and 12 joint task force actions, he got, at best, 4% of what he needs from the secret intelligence community. So what I'm about is decision support, which is the outcome of intelligence. I am not about the secret inputs that include torture and rendition and drone assassinations and all this other evil crap that they're doing. I would like the president to cut the secret intelligence community by 70% and then consolidate all of the pieces in a revitalized CIA, which I want to keep alive, and have the open source agency providing 96% of what he and the public and Congress and the media uh, need. And oh, by the way, that same open source agency will help bring up Pennsylvania, Texas, Florida, the Mississippi, Alabama, all the Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, all of these places that are dying because Obama and Bush and the other presidential crime families exported manufacturing, exported jobs, exported everything. Open source everything engineering allows the president to achieve his infrastructure made in America goals at 10 to 20 percent the price of the current failed Western economic system. Now, I know that President Trump knows that I exist. I also know that his mail and the first lady's mail is being filtered. We had a case of this just just three or four days ago. I sent the first lady a copy of a book by Marianne Williamson called A Politics of Love or uh, yeah, Politics of Love. Great, great book. 
I'm a transpartisan guy. I take good ideas from everywhere. A Zionist in the mailroom refused my package. And I know this because USPS sent me a note. So I sent a note to the chief of staff of the White House saying, I've asked the USPS to open a, a postal investigation because it is a federal felony to obstruct the delivery of mail to its intended recipient. So inside the White House, you have people who are filtering the mail of the president and the first lady. And that's not good. I do believe, however, that we're all emergent. I am also told, David Brock is talking about this, that the president plans a full disclosure event in mid-September. And of course, this conference where I'll be appearing with Bill Binney and Sasha Stone and David Brock and Corey Good and Laura Eisenhower, that's taking place in late August. And I really believe we're going to have a chance to talk about what happens when we have a full disclosure government. Yeah, well, you said a lot there, and that's definitely what I want to get into because, you know, going down the research path of like what's happening on this planet, for me, the research was how do we have war? How can we be an intelligent species but be murdering each other, allowing, um, you know, mass murders and also people to starve to death? It didn't make sense. You know, fast forward a bunch of years later, I would tell my friends some of the things that was going on. They couldn't really handle it, but you know, or want to dive deeper. Like they didn't, it wasn't something they wanted to pursue. You know, the International Tribunal of Justice pops up. I also work on something that's around the organ harvesting happening in China. And these are absolutely awful things that actually exist. And when you've done your research, which is way beyond mine, also you worked on, um, when you were in the CIA, it's like truth and uh, misinformation. So you have to have uh, a really incredible eye on what is real and what isn't. And doing this research, it can get really convoluted. I'm like, is it, you know, these space travelers? Is it just humans? Is it information? Like, what the heck is actually going on? So in a full disclosure world, what have you come to uh, for your ideas and what's actually happening on this planet right now? Why does it feel like we're being suppressed? Why are all these evil things happening? And how do we create a change into a world that makes sense where we are cooperating while we are living in peace. Let me, I, I, I want to draw people's attention to an, uh, an interview that just came out with me in Tehran Times uh, with a very, very fine uh, uh, master's or PhD guy named Javad uh, Haranya. And uh, the title of the interview is Full Disclosure, Extraterrestrials, No Nuclear War, End of the Deep State. And it's the top item at Phi Beta Iota, that's P-H-I-B-E-T-A-I-O-T-A, -E Phi Beta Iota, like Phi Beta Kappa, but Iota for Intelligence.net. And in there, I talk about how all the bad stuff started back when essentially there were gods that came from the skies. Uh, and unfortunately, we were invaded by evil energies, evil stellar civilizations. And they turned the priests and the bankers into their shop stewards. And they, in turn, started dumbing us down. And so for the last two or 300 years, the human species has been forced out of the Garden of Eden, where we had heaven on earth and we had a, a world, a prosperous world of peace. We were forced into factories. We were forced into fenced enclosures. Basically, the whole world has been about concentrating wealth and, and treating people Hillary Clinton calls us deplorables, treating people as cattle, as, as things to be exploited. Now, the Tibetan monks and a whole bunch of other people, and this is why I'm happy to say I'm a spiritual retard, because I hadn't thought about this 
until about 10 years ago when I started getting into this literature. Not just the extraterrestrial literature, but the literature on consciousness. And in my, in my article for the Tehran Times, I, I talk about why there is no nuclear war that's going to happen. Why Benjamin Netanyahu is probably a reptilian uh, who has been captured and is trying to create a nuclear war, but all of the nuclear missiles have been decommissioned by positive energy. Okay, And I talk about Albert Einstein saying everything is energy, and I talk about consciousness that goes through rising forms of energy toward cosmic consciousness, which is pure energy uh, embodied in love. Okay, um, And so it's, it's an interesting article. It's very, very bleeding edge. And I'd be glad to have your audience find this article at phibateiota.net and then share it. And by the way, I'm being shadow banned on Facebook. Uh, I'm also being shadow banned on YouTube and Twitter. I normally get 500,000 views or more on a video, uh, but they've been holding me back. It's relevant that the Anti-Defamation League is the top trusted censor, uh, flagger, and manipulator of data on all of the platforms, whether it's Amazon or uh, Facebook or Google or Meetup or Twitter or YouTube or Wikipedia. The Anti-Defamation League is right in there, but that's coming to an end. There's some major lawsuits that are being brought against the ADL and the uh, Google Gestapo, as I call them. And um, over the next two to four years, I believe a completely new Web 3.0 uh, will come out and, and displace them. So I have completely lost my train of thought here. Get me back on track. Yeah, sure. Well, you, you said a lot of things there, and I did have an opportunity to read that article, and I linked it in the comments. So if anybody wants to check it out, they'll be able to see that, and it'll be in the show notes as well because it's a very fascinating article, and you really dive deep really quickly. And also, you know, you've reviewed over 2,500 nonfiction books across 97 um, different categories, which is an immense amount of information. And it also needs to be said that you're not the average human being. You were trained in figure out information versus disinformation. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. And in this article, okay. you talk about energy, consciousness, and cosmic infinity. Well, let's, so let's, let's go there. First, let me, let me say that Barbara Honiger, who was a special assistant to Ronald Reagan as a friend of mine, she contributed to the volume that we gave to the president, Donald Trump, on the, 18th of, on the 8th of August of 2018 on 9-11 Truth. And Barbara recounts a meeting she had, uh, she was in, in which Ronald Reagan asked Bill Casey, the director of CIA, how will we know when CIA has been fully successful? And according to Barbara, Bill Casey answered, Mr. President, we'll know that CIA has been fully successful when everything Americans believe is a lie. Okay, now I've spent the last 20, 15, I've spent the last 15 years studying what are called information pathologies. And if you look up at phibetaiota.net, the term information pathologies, you'll find where I've reviewed a number of books, including um, Fog Facts, Forbidden Knowledge, Lost History, um, License to Lie, uh, which is the book about the U.S. government lying to the public, uh, Weapons of Mass Destruction, Weapons of Mass Instruction, Manufacturing Consent, Propaganda, uh, Missing Information. In a nutshell, there's two major facts everyone has to keep in mind. The first one is a fact of incompetence. We process 1% of what we collect. That's true whether you're NSA or Forbes or IBM or whatever. 1% of what we collect. We collect 1% of what's published. What's published is 1% of what's written. And what's written is 1% of what's known. 
including tacit knowledge in the head, okay? So governments and corporations and banks everywhere, universities are working with 1% and 1% and 1% and 1%. I mean, it's like six zeros plus one, all right? So we're a very stupid species when it comes to actually collecting, processing, and taking advantage of information. And that's more or less the benign side of it. The other side of it is that we have never done true cost economics once we are able to put down the indigenous Native Americans. Okay, the indigenous cultures, which are making a comeback. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Sasha Stone, who's, who founded Humanitat and this court, which also has a weaponization of the biosphere uh, commission. But uh, he, he speaks to this. When we repressed, when the Catholic Church and the organized revisions repressed native indigenous knowledge, they basically repressed centuries of understanding of the earth and the harmony between people and the earth and between earth and other planets and the cosmos and so forth. We went towards scientific reductionism, which is basically legalized idiocy, uh, and we rejected the faith of people and the intuitive knowledge of people and the advanced uh, consciousness of people, all right? So we're now making a comeback. And I think that in the next 15 to 20 years, we're going to see a resurgence of humanity. We're going to see governments fall. We're going to see banks and corporations like Monsanto and everything touched by the Koch brothers. That's the correct pronunciation, by the way, the Koch brothers, okay? So you really need to focus on the fact that humanity has been repressed, our ability to do a telepathy, to see through objects. Objects are energy. And if you're in the right K-band, you can not only throw a fork through a window and have it go through, you can see through a wall, okay? And this is not stuff I'm directly familiar with, but in reading all of this nonfiction stuff, and I suppose I should say, I'm not giving away any secrets. I've got a lifetime secrecy agreement. I'm loyal to that oath. Most of what I know comes from my reading and my talking to other authors. Um, and it happened by accident, and I'm glad that it did, because frankly, I've spent the last 10 years getting ready to lead a national tour, a Chautauqua tour, that will re-educate the public away from all of the crap that the political system, the economic system, the academic system, and the, and the treasonous scientific system have been doing. And if the president does full disclosure, that's going to release free energy, anti-aging, uh, computerized healing, and all these technologies have been co-invented or invented by others here on Earth, and then they've been murdered, and the technology is classified. So there is a huge explosion of good that is going to happen between now and Election Day 2020. It will then persist for four more years of what I believe will be the Trump administration. 2020, see a split ticket. Um, an alt-right white guy, an alt-left black woman, a coalition cabinet with everybody, including Greens and Libertarians, um, and 12 hard promises to America that include closing every U.S. military base overseas uh, and making it impossible to be an illegal alien in the United States of America. 
Okay, holy crap, you uh, touched on a, a great deal of information again. What I wanted to share from my research is, interestingly enough, with the indigenous cultures, I've done a lot of training with uh, David Lonebear, Senna Pass, uh, also know Clifford Mahoudi, who's they're both going to be at Full Disclosure uh, Fest as well. And when talking with David and Clifford, when they speak about extraterrestrials and these knowledge, the first interesting thing is they have a 20,000-year history. The second thing is they talk about all the energies that we're talking about. Third is that extraterrestrials are just a part of their culture and it's nothing like uh, fantastic, like how we kind of glorify it and things like that. It's, it's a very interesting um, correlation. And when looking at like Lauren, he Lauren Eisenhower as well, um, looking at all these documentaries about how the U you know, ETs have influenced all of our history going back to World War II. No way, B. I think it goes back hundreds of years to pre-Atlantis. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And well, I, I recently watched uh, um, Beyond Majestic, and that's why I'm bringing it up. It's because that's a good movie. I reviewed it very favorably. Oh, nice. And yeah, so there's so much information coming out. And so my question to you would be, you know, with the implications in that movie of these like huge organizations with like human trafficking, organ harvesting, uh, mass murder, this is really horrendous, awful stuff. So what it how do you see the world working right now? And what would you, if you could implement something and you had a magic wand on the planet, what things would you start to shift and change so we can create a planet of peace, prosperity, and uh, openness, collaboration, you know, all the good stuff? Well, you know, I'm, I'm totally loyal to President Trump, but I'm also keeping my integrity. So it's going to be a tough love kind of, uh, kind of loyalty. He's got to get rid of Jared and Ivanka and Bolton and Pompeo and Abraham. I mean, he has surrounded himself with people that make him look bad. Uh, I served in Venezuela, and the president was lied to by Pompeo, who works for the CIA's dark side, uh, and Bolton, who works directly for Benjamin Netanyahu, who's a warmonger first class. Um, Venezuelan intelligence has always been owned by Cuban intelligence. And Russian intelligence has always paid the bills for Cuban intelligence in Venezuela. So CIA basically walked into a trap. Every single defector, every single so-called dissident group that they thought they were managing with all these young puppies that don't know any better, it was actually being managed by Cuban intelligence. It was, it was an entrapment operation. And so the United States basically walked into Venezuela as if it were king of the, uh, king of the, the hill and they got their ass handed to them by the Cubans, who I happen to admire. I, I think Cuban intelligence is very good. Two of my classmates were, were videotaped doing clandestine operations in Cuba because all of our Cuban agents had passed the polygraph and were actually working for Cuban intelligence, okay? So do not overestimate the capacity of CIA to do clandestine operations. In my, in my personal judgment, most of what they give the president is a lie and they are effective in maybe 5% of the clandestine operations that they claim to be managing. Um, the reality is that almost everything we're being told by the, by the academia, uh, I mean, let's take Jeffrey Epstein, okay? When Epstein first came out as a spy, who also had a counterintelligence to Iran offensive counterintelligence for denied area for a year or so, I immediately said Jeffrey Epstein is a Mossad operation. Well, hold on, your computer just went all crazy. It started to sound like a robot. Not my. Huh. I'm with you. 
Now I sound like a robot. Sound okay? I'm fine. Huh. I'll look on Facebook to see if, if other people are hearing it too. Live streaming on Facebook is probably a death wish. Yeah, that could be interesting that the fact that uh, 15 minutes into this, we could stop the live stream and then throw it I up on YouTube. I here as long as you're recording it so you can post it later. Yeah, we might have to stop the live. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's the thing. Be interesting. Uh, it's your call. As long as you're recording it so you can post it to BitChute, not just YouTube. Right. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop the live stream on Facebook, see if that, that fixes it. They just turned you into a robot. All right, let's test that. All right, so coming back. In 2008, when Epstein was... Fixed it. Yeah, you know, look, Facebook is dirty. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is dirty, dirty, dirty. And by the way, my name is a red flag because the ADL has me red flagged. I think I'm number seven on the ADL hate list. I'm trying to work my way up to number three when I when I run for president, I'll be number one. Um, but bottom line here is that Epstein, first off, Maxine uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is the daughter of Robert Maxwell. Okay, we're good. We're back. So taking Jeffrey Epstein as a case study in public misinformation. When Epstein was first arrested, I'm a former spy. I did a tour in offensive counterintelligence. I looked at his relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell. I looked at what he was doing in terms of luring in Bill Clinton and others and so forth. And I publicly announced, I said, not only is Epstein a fake billionaire, but this is almost certainly a Mossad operation. Now, I, it helped me to have reviewed the book, Robert Maxwell, Israeli Super Spy. Robert Maxwell was the guy who put software backdoors into every part of the US government and many other governments with a thing called Promise. The Israelis were about 10 years ahead of the Chinese and the Russians with software penetrations. And now that they own DHS, they've completely penetrated all law enforcement communication to the United States of America. So I said he's a fake billionaire. He's Mossad. This is a standard dirty intelligence, pedophilia entrapment operation for blackmail and influence purposes. Now, at the time, I did not know the name Les Wexner. Now it's known that Les Wexner is one of about nine Zionist billionaires who fund Mossad operations in the United States of America. And so Les Wexner is the guy who gave Jeffrey Epstein, a nobody with no college degree and nothing special to offer uh, other than his made him a fake billionaire so he could then become a supplement. See, what happened was Ghislaine Maxwell, in my personal opinion, was running a prostitution ring, including small children, and doing low-level Mossad blackmail, entrapment and blackmail. But she wasn't one of the boys. In order to get Bill Clinton to play, you needed someone like Jeffrey Epstein who could and be one of the boys and suck, I use the term intendedly, suck Bill Clinton into doing bad things to small children on videos, okay? So this is a, in my view, this is a Mossad operation. Now, how interesting is it that not a single media outlet, including Bloomberg and Forbes, who usually have integrity, has been willing to run with this at a couple of tiny dribbles, could this be an intelligence operation, but who? RT, Russia Today, 
just ran the story with me and Phil He's a former clandestine case officer also, who was also the top national security staffer for Ron Paul, one of my heroes. Okay, so now they've got this story out there. But let me tell you what's not being discussed. Fake billionaire funded by Les Wexner. Great. Mossad, day one. Great. FBI and CIA complicity from day one. It was Robert Mueller who ordered Acosta to let Epstein the first time around, okay? Because he was an intelligence asset. The Mossad gets to do anything they want in the United States, including kill people with complete impunity. Official deal that we have with them. It's a deal that should not exist. False flag events are usually carried out with very strong Mossad complicity, including Sandy uh, Hook, and the Boston bombing, which was a dry run for locking down an entire city and kicking doors down without warrants across the entire city. I did a false flag for CIA. This is something I know about, and I have written extensively on false flag operations. You cannot defend the Second Amendment in the United States of America without confronting the falseness of false flag operations, as well as all these red flag laws where some whiny pissant next door can say to the police, oh, but he scares me, and they'll take your guns away without due process, without even a judicial hearing, okay? This is all part of the deep state Zionist agenda to disarm the American public, and particularly the white rural American public, which is America's last defense against the deep state. So going back to this Epstein thing, so CIA and FBI complicity from day one, nobody wants to get into the fact that every member is being blackmailed by the U.S. secret intelligence community as well as the Mossad. Why do you think Chuck Schumer is so afraid of the intelligence community? They probably have him doing bad things to small children on video. Okay, and of course, Chuck is the, the Israeli ambassador to the U.S. Senate. But now here is the last, last veil that nobody wants to touch. There are 49 other Mossad pedophilia entrapment cells, one in every single state of the union, including Alaska and Hawaii. And no one wants to touch that. I believe that when President Donald Trump did the executive order on human trafficking, he had his eyes firmly set on Mossad child pedophilia entrapment and CIA, FBI, and NSA blackmail of US members of Congress. And now to my conclusion, which big ring of bells. I'm a huge truth and reconciliation guy. I have proposed to the White House on multiple occasions that when the president is ready, he offer every member of Congress, every governor, every state legislator, every judge, every prosecutor, every sheriff that's ever been blackmailed by the Mossad or the CIA or the FBI, you offer them a presidential pardon, contingent on their giving up their blackmailers in details. That's how we clean up America, okay? This is really exciting stuff. We're in an exciting time. And there is no question in my mind that most of the legislators who made it a felony to call for the boycott of Israel, 27 states have passed a law making it a felony to practice your First Amendment free speech rights and call for the boycott of Israel. I will guarantee you at least half of those state legislators have been filmed by the Mossad doing bad things to small children. 
Holy crap. That is, uh, that is some dark and awful stuff. And you know, like in my research, I've, I've experienced and heard very dark and awful things. And even in the documentary uh, above majestic, they, they say that they say, you know, you go up these rings of these organizations right. and all of a sudden it gets to this one point where all your people are around and then you do something awful and you have people testifying to this. And at the international tribunal for natural justice, we've had people testify to these things and things like, uh, you know, the organ harvesting going on in China, the my lab. Um, so my, my thought is that stuff is super depressing and, and awful. Do you think that that's the solution there is the, the president? Like, are there other, what would a, an everyday citizen what can they do to affect a positive change and, and be able to hear this but also like accept it discern the truth and move forward and, and make a positive impact well I'm, I'm so glad you asked that because the the open source agency is intended to be the foundation for a presidential truth channel where the president does not rely on twitter and facebook and youtube to reach citizens he can broadcast directly to 180 million US citizens who opt in to receive presidential, we wanna call them trumpets uh, instead of Twitters. So presidential trumpets. But we also wanna have a presidential dashboard so that every citizen can come in with their complaints and their concerns and this is all made sense of. For example, Dr. Randy Short, one of the great black leaders who I think has called it out, the blacks are going to abandon the Democratic Party and go for Trump and he's gonna win by a landslide. Um, Dr. Randy Short is really big on the fact that the Democrats have done nothing about fluoride and lead water, particularly in the black communities. We are poisoning everybody across America, but particularly the blacks. And, and Cynthia McKinney, Dr. Cynthia, former Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney, uh, took the Zionist seven tries to get her gerrymandered out of existence. She has told me, and by the way, you haven't lived until you've done 3,000 miles in an RV with Dr. Cynthia McKinney, okay, um, <laughs> crossing America. Dr. McKinney, whom I hold in the very highest regard, has told me, said, Robert, all this bad shit that's happening to you, they tried it on black people first. So all these bad things that they're starting to, to pull out on us, including TSA doing strip searches in malls and bus stations and train stations. All of this is how we used to treat black people, okay? It's another role. I am absolutely certain that if Donald Trump doesn't finish the job, I and others will. There is of good that has been on two most popular Kindles, which are also free online. Everything I do is free online, except for the open source, everything manifesto in English. That's owned by North Atlantic Books. Um, but I am absolutely certain that in 2024, we will have achieved hashtag unranked election reform, and there will be a, an alt-right uh, white guy, an all-left black woman, uh, a coalition cabinet, a balanced budget, um, and a constitutional convention-like thing where we agree to eliminate the federal income tax uh, nationalize the Federal Reserve, but not the debt of the Federal Reserve. Your listeners need to understand that every greenback is a private bank debt, not a government debt. I believe President Trump has gotten $15 trillion back from the banks of the $43 trillion it's been documented they stole. I believe President Trump is about to push $1.5 billion back into the U.S. economy 
from the bottom up. And if he does that at the same time that he cancels the income tax, does a student uh, debt jubilee and maybe an elderly health debt jubilee. Um, and uh, what else can he do? And it does this whole infrastructure thing using open source everything engineer, it's game over. Okay, I mean, he's, he's on the right track on so many things. He's ignoring agriculture, family, and water to take three that are very much on, on my list. So my, my loyalty to, to the president is absolute, but my love is conditional on his listening to all of us. Man, you, you send a lot there, and I want to I wanna, um, honor your time because I know you're an extremely busy person, and I'm so grateful you took a moment to share. So I'm going to throw a couple big things at you, and then you can make it smaller or, or large, whatever you wish. I'm, I'm uh, any- good. I mean, I really support this disclosure conference, and I would really like people to know that all of the speakers at the disclosure conference are going to be talking about the future of America and the future of the world. And I was the one who brought Bill Binney in. Uh, Bill and I, Bill is a double amputee, and so he's making a sacrifice in traveling to this conference. Um, Bill and I will be there kind of as a bridge from the spiritual extraterrestrial group toward the information corrupt government group. And I think it's going to be a very holistic event. And uh, if I can come away with a slight spiritual bump, that's a good thing. So go ahead with your question. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, my question would be, what I've heard and and that the humans have made an agreement with the extraterrestrials and something around farming, many different concepts have been thrown out there. If, if there is an extraterrestrial uh, species and influence, how do we overcome that as a, as a civilization? Like we're talking about government things, but if there is a higher intelligence race really creating influence and it kind of goes into this murky rabbit hole where fact and fiction seem to separate. There's, you know, underground cities apparently, and that seems reasonable with money gone missing and creating. Uh, let, me, let, me, so, let me say that, that I'm certainly not an extraterrestrial authority, which is Kerry Cassidy or David Wilcock or any of these people that have actually spoken to a number of, of, of true witnesses. Um, my focus is on, I think, three things. Number one, there are at least 26 and probably hundreds, if not thousands, of stellar civilizations, all based on some form of energy from the very low material form of humans all the way through to perfect cosmic energy is total love, the rainbow body and stuff, okay? Um, number two, 2012, which the Mayans placed a lot of influence, uh, a lot of emphasis on, appears to have been a tipping point. As best I can tell, the negative energy forces have owned the Earth ever since they managed to destroy Atlantis and take us out of the Garden of Eden and and basically create the Western imperial predatory system, okay? 2012 appears to have been a tipping point in which mass meditation, consciousness, um, the growth of love, what one author calls the Great Awakening, invited the positive energy forces to come in. And now what we have is a tie that is very rapidly moving toward the good on our behalf. And I I believe President Trump is, um, I believe that the the defeat of the Zionists, who some say are are linked to the Anuki, okay, and and in fact are the embodied representation of alien evil. And when I say Zionists, 
Jews. Okay, Zionists are the criminal, genocidal, apartheid, invented state of Israel people. Jews, such as the 9 million Jews in the United States of America, are decent human beings loyal to their home country, not to Israel. All right, and I love these pictures of Jews uh, protesting against Zionists and against APAC and ADL, because they understand they're being stabbed in the heart by these people who, who have uh, made anti-Semitic a standard term of censorship. All right, Ben Garrison, America's greatest cartoonist, was just defamed worldwide across millions of outlets by being called an anti-Semite because he had the Rothschilds and George Sotos as puppet masters in one of his great cartoons. He might as well be called anti-Proto Rican for making fun of uh, uh, AOC or anti-menopausal for making fun of Nancy Pelosi, okay? He's not an anti-Semite, he's anti-communist and anti-stupid. So he's got a lawsuit coming up and, and I'm gonna say no more about that, but I believe the day is going to come when APAC and the ADL are forced to register as agents of a foreign power and they lose their nonprofit status. And now to answer the question you sort of started answering, which is, this is the answer, public education. First, the single most important job of government is to educate the public so that it can make its own critical decisions at the local level. Now, I said I'm a huge fan of Ron Paul. I'm also a huge fan of Barbara Barks Hubbard, who unfortunately died. And Elaine, Elizabeth Sikoris, okay. And by the way, I've said that the age of women being is about to start. Okay, it used to be an indigenous society from matriarchal. You knew the child came from money, you didn't know otherwise. I think we're moving back toward an era when the compassion is inherent in you. I'm not talking about these types and types of more thirty or Adrian's sense, but I'm a very spiritual person when it comes down to understanding the conservative values of the birth of family and community and understanding the state and the Zionists and the extreme left and the extreme right, the GOP, by the way, is no friend of America, uh, over this last 50 to 60 years. Uh, we have become a predatory country against the rest of the world, and we have become a predatory government against our own people. And God bless him for all of his flaws, Donald Trump represents 
a return of America to the public interest. Um, and I think I want to end this, this rant of mine by saying that Dr. Randy Sharp, uh, Dr. two days ago, told me, he said, Robert, the reason blacks are going to support the president is because he's made them feel like Americans again. He's given them their country back. Now, I'm happy to answer a couple more questions if you wish. And I may have gone further afield from your spiritual thing, but let me tell you this. My focus on this evil that we must confront is how the other half of America or the other two-thirds of America, let's say there's three-thirds of America, there's your third that is spiritually tuned in, and then there's the evildoers over here, and then there's middle America and the heartland. I'm right there in the middle of the heartland. And if the disclosure conference and if you guys want to communicate with the heartland, on the one hand, you have to talk about Marianne Williamson's The Politics of Love. And on the other hand, you have to talk about we need to confront this whole idea that we should feminize men, uh, butch up women, have transgender children, and do handouts for everybody. This is insane. That's how you commit suicide as a country. Yeah, well, well, you know, again, you said a lot there, and they were definitely messing with your your connection again. So it was clear, and then not, but I let it keep going because I could figure it out, and then you got back to clear, which was good. So, you know, if you've got a couple more questions, yeah, you know, I think I'm happy to I'm happy to answer a couple more questions, and and maybe even do a little riff at the end. Um, I used to do a thing called spy improv, ask me anything. Um, but I really am pleased that I'm going to this disclosure conference. I'm planning to attend the whole event so people will have access to me. Uh, Bill Biddy can only fly in for one night because he's got to get back home to care for grandson. But um, I really believe that full disclosure, transparency instead of secrecy, love instead of fear, uh, the 99% in charge instead of the 1%, all of this is good. My major concern about Trump is he said, that he is not going to reach out to the swing voters. That makes no sense to me at all, unless it's a feint. Uh, he was elected by 27% of the eligible voters. 50% of the eligible voters did not vote. Cynthia McKinney and I, part of why we created Hashtag Unrig is because we want 100% of the voters to vote, and we also want 100% of the voters to have access to political office. Right now, you can only get elected if you're, if you're supported by the Republican two-party tyranny machine, okay? There's nothing wrong with America the Beautiful that cannot be fixed and fixed fast by putting the public back into the government. Right. Okay. Well, shoot. Yeah, I definitely have a lot of questions. I guess we focus a lot on America. So if there are these big things, these, these organizations, these groups that, that go beyond America, Europe, old, and, and I also wanted to say that your concept there of uh, having truth um, it, all of those are spiritual concepts to me. I think that's just how do we live in a, a planet for me to make sense? Why am I looking out and looking at so much messed up stuff all of the time? Who is orchestrating that? Why is this happening? And what is the solution? And so what do you see a, as on a planetary scale? Like, have you done any research on another company? Uh, country? Well, let me, let me, let me say that, that I'm a huge fan of science. I will also be at this, uh, this event as a speaker. And he and I have talked about adrenochrome. And we've also talked about fear, emotional fear, as a, as a uh, food for evil, all right? Now, if you look at any, any war, any disaster anywhere, the first people to show up are the Israelis. They show up with a field hospital because they're there 
to take adrenochrome infused blood and they're there to harvest organs. Hmm. Okay, that's the real reason they're there. That's why they were in Haiti. That's why they've been everywhere else. And they also do kidnapping of small children in collaboration with Dynacor and the Pentagon and CIA and a few other people, according to other people. I have no direct knowledge. I believe that most wars are created on the basis of lies and they're treated as a profit center. And one of the reasons why, as a former spy who still thinks of himself as the, our first 21st century pure intelligence professional, one of the reasons why I want to have an open source agency is that's how you educate people into living up to the Constitution. George Will has written a phenomenal book called A uh, Conservative Sensibility, and I've reviewed it if I've been at. I've also reviewed David Icke's book. Um, everything you ever needed to know. Ike's book is 741 pages. I think so much of David Ike's work that I've written a 40-page summary with links to give people a chance to appreciate his work and then go buy the book. <clears throat> what we have right now is a public that has been dumbed down and drugged up, delivered, and this is happening all over the world. And by the way, on the Chinese, I would give them a break because even though I do believe that they are delivering some organs from prisoners, the sources for the Chinese organ harvesting are three, okay? They are not as diverse as I would want to have. And so I'm treating that Chinese story as a partial. However, I believe the Israelis are the top uh, practitioners on the organs, both willingly and unwillingly, to sell them for profit, okay? And nobody is keeping Israel for living up to all international treaties and regulations, and the genocidal work that they're doing against the Palestinians is absolutely abhorrent. I just had an email conversation with a former bishop of Jerusalem, and he told me that he really believes that we may be on the verge of peace between Iran and the United States because of the personal diplomacy. But Donald Trump is inevitably... Here's the secret to Donald Trump. Nobody matters at state defense anywhere else. Once Donald Trump has a face-to-face -face with the leader of North Korea or the leader of Iran, after that, it's management by Trump, okay? So I am predicting that Rand Paul is going to get an invitation, is going to be told that the president of Iran will travel to the United States to visit Donald Trump privately. President of Iran is very fluent in English. And I believe that the president will receive Rouhani either at Mar-a-Lago in the White House. I prefer Mar-a-Lago because the White House is still bugged. Um, the, the Zionist resident in the White House have replaced the bugs that they took out when Trump first came in, um, in my view. Uh, but then once Rouhani and Trump hit it off, I believe that Trump is going to be invited to be the first American president to visit Tehran since the Shah of Iran and his secret police. And he will be received at the state visit level, and the supreme leader will receive Donald Trump, and this will happen in September of 2020. Okay? So let me, let me also point out, I just, this article that people can find at Phi Beta Iota, there's a, there's, a, there's a meme photograph running around the internet, and it shows Barack Obama, George Bush, and um, who's the other? Um, it shows three former presidents. Oh, Bill Clinton. It shows Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, and George Bush all looking at the DMZ through binoculars. 
and below them is a picture of Donald Trump with Kim, the Supreme Leader of Korea, at the DMZ. The contrast could not be sharper. Three criminal blowhards with binoculars, and there is Trump at the border in North Korean territory with the leader of North Korea. The only photo better than that is going to be one of Donald Trump standing in a Jewish synagogue in Tehran with the Supreme Leader. By the way, Iran treats Jews very well. It's not something Israel wants people to know. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> like I don't even I don't even know where to go from there. That's it's it's so intense. Like everything that you're sharing is the ah, amount of research. This is me being relaxed. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Who knows what'll happen at disclosure? Um, so do you think like that this is governmental based? Because my perception back in I'd say a while back when I was going to conspiracy stuff, I'm like, ooh, Illuminati, 12 families, uh, ET influence, all these different things. It, it feels like there's this like secret hidden hand or or this thing going. Do you think it goes back behind that, or do you still have faith in the political system that these organizations? I don't have faith in the political system. I have faith in the American people. Oh, uh, nice. You underestimate uh, people underestimate the deplorables, as we're called. Uh, I'm proud to be a deplorable. I am a constitutionalist patriot. I'm also white and I'm also a nationalist. And by the way, the new slur is white nationalist. Okay. And the only thing they hate more than guys like me, or actually the, other, the only thing they hate more than guys like me with short beards is guys like you with terrorist beards. Okay. Uh, because the new slur is white nationalist. All right. And that's what the ADL and Facebook and um, Twitter are using to censor people who are standing up for America first, all right? I mean, I forget who this moron was, but they were in a conference and they were asking all the white people to move to the back of the room, and then they were asking all the white people to apologize to all of the black people uh, for having uh, enslaved them. Who the fuck do they think they are, okay? Bottom line here is history is history. Any university that wants to white out a picture of our founding fathers because there's a dead Indian on the floor or there's a black slave in the background, that entire management should be fired and their entire funding should be cut off, okay? History is history. There's been bad history. There's been good history. The truth. You have to live with the facts. You can't just cover it up. So my bottom line here is I believe that America is at the beginning of a second American revolution, an American renaissance. And I believe that all of you people who have been in the consciousness, spirituality world are not wackos, which is why, how the media is trying to paint Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson is not a wacko. She's a spiritualist. She's probably a different spiritualist from you. She does her course on miracles and she does her rich white lady salad eating, uh, tofu kind of uh, spirituality. But still, she's got an extremely important message. And the president has to embrace that message, which is why I sent her book to Kellyanne Conway and the First Lady, along with the, the summary review that I did. Um, I would love to see Marianne Williamson make it to the convention, because right now the Democrats don't have anybody serious. And there's even rumors now about uh, uh, Michelle Obama being brought in as a last-minute desperation save because they know that Kamala Harris can't win and Joe Biden's about to drop out on health issues. So there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on there. My personal thinking is that Donald Trump 
needs to promise hashtag unrig election reform. He needs to live up to his promises on pulling out of the Middle East and 9-11 disclosure. Uh, your viewers can find the presidential memos at tinyurl.com forward slash 911-DOTUS, okay? When we get to 9-11 disclosure, it's going to be discovered that Les Westner funded it, the Mossad executed it, and Dick Cheney and Robert Mueller were the two American traitors that allowed it to happen and then covered up for it, in my humble opinion, after all of my reading and listening, okay? So 9-11 disclosure on top of Epstein, on top of 27 states with a whole bunch of pedophile legislators being blackmailed by the Mossad, on top of the White House disinviting Ben Garrison for doing a cartoon about, uh, and by the way, it's the deep state and the shadow government, okay? So the, the deep state is the, the Vatican, the Rothschilds, and the Chabad, which is a cult. They're not really Jewish. Um, that's the deep state. And then they use central banks as their managers, and they use secret societies, including the upper levels of Freemasonry and Knights of Malta and Opus Dei, as uh, insider traders, not the lower levels. I always like to say every organization, including the Freemasons and the CIA, is 90% good people trapped in a bad system. Okay? I mean, I may not sound like it, but I'm huge on truth and reconciliation and getting this part right. Um, I don't have a mean bone in my body. Uh, and so I think we're at the very beginning of what's going to be a massive explosion. If, if President Trump does full disclosure and releases free energy and anti-aging and healing technologies, and if he then implements an open source agency and starts pushing open source everything engineering into all of our rural areas, into our inner cities, you know, basically open source everything engineering is the good stuff without the 50% waste and the 90% profit for the banks. That's why it costs 10 to 20%. So a John Deere tractor that costs $250,000 and has secret software and you're not allowed to repair it, Marcin Jakubowski has built exactly the same tractor for $25,000 using only open source parts that are plug and play and you can repair them in the field. Okay, so who, which do you want to pay, 250000 or 25000 And I get a lot of hate mail from people who are married to the, to the Western economic system. And an engineer sent me an email the other day saying, you know, why, why should I give up all of my profits and so forth? And the answer is the economic system is designed for 50% waste, 90% profit in service to or capturing 1 million
every single person will have a chicken pie in their oven or a luxury car in the driveway, and it will have really put hard on the black. Well, if, well, if that, that part out. yeah, well, if everybody has a chicken pie, man, I think that, I think that's spiritual. I think that that's a good thing. And do you, you know, think I'm, I'm actually mocking all of those people who make promises they can't fulfill? Um, my goal in life is to make it impossible to tell a lie. And I will tell you a true sad story. I went in a, my first two books had forwards by senators, one by Senator David Bourne. Uh, from Oklahoma, the second one by Senator Pat Roberts from Kansas. And so I went in to brief the senior staff for Senator Roberts on the open source agency uh, idea. And she looked at me and said, what's the point of this open source agency? And I said, to tell the truth about everything. She literally looked at me with scorn, got up and walked out. Telling the truth about everything is not something that Washington wants you to be doing which is why the president needs me and the open source agency and everything that I represent. And if he doesn't want to listen, that's fine. I'm patient. We've got 2024, but I'd rather help Donald Trump win big and then do election reform and an open source agency and the rebuilding of America and the closing of all of our bases overseas and, and, and so forth. And last but not least, this whole electoral college thing. I want people to understand that the electoral college is about the 50 sovereign states electing the president of the United States of America. Any state that votes to throw their electoral college votes toward whoever the popular vote is nationally, all of those legislators and governors are probably being uh, blackmailed by the Mossad for pedophilia, and they should all be fired for being their responsibility for representing their individual sovereign state. We're the United States of America, not the United Mob of America. And the reason the citizenship question matters is, and it should be on the census, is because congressional districts are allocated based on the census. If we were to restore, Barack Obama took this out, if we were to restore the distinction between citizens and non-citizens, California would lose four House seats, New York would lose two, and Florida might lose two or three. The citizenship question is about ensuring that congressional districts are allocated on the basis of voting citizens, not on the basis of illegal aliens and foreigners. Okay, California is full of illegal aliens and foreigners, and California has four House seats too many because under Barack Obama, the census counted every illegal alien and every foreigner as if they were a voter. So this is a really important question for the future of America, as are the Supreme Court justices, which is another Trump. So I guess I'll, my last line is, I may not look very spiritual. Donald Trump may not look very spiritual. But somewhere between him and me, there is a spiritual America. Uh, and I think it takes all kinds. Uh, and, uh, and I suppose that's my last word. I embrace everybody. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. And I think that truth is spiritual. And I think that wanting to make positive change is spiritual. And uh, I'm reminded of that quote that uh, it's something along the lines, you'll probably remember it when I try to say it, but uh, it's just like evil only stands when good people do nothing. You know what I'm talking right. about? Right, right. And, and that's, that's the problem is, is we've created a government that, that has basically made everybody a, an infant. This is George Will's point. 
the entire U.S. public has been drugged, drugged up, dumbed down. There's an excellent book that I reviewed called Tavistock about how CIA was handing out drugs in the 60s. There's another post that I've done about how all rap music was bribed by CIA to turn blacks toward violence in order to fill the profit-oriented prison industry, okay? You cannot underestimate the degree of evil that has been done, particularly blacks, but also including uh, whites and others, uh, by rogue elements of the U.S. government. And that's why this book, um, License to Lie, is so important. The U.S. government and the national security community in particular have claimed the right to lie to the Supreme Court when they deem it appropriate for national security purposes. And that's why my motto is, the truth at any cost lowers all other costs. That's why I cannot tell a lie, because telling a lie is spiritual suicide. Uh, and I believe that Donald Trump, who cheats at golf, according to very good sources, is in fact a spiritual secret agent. Oh well, well, you know it's interesting because you going down the the Trump um, rabbit hole. Like I'm Canadian, so I have less of a horse in the race. Oh, you have the Trudeau rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, we got our own. We got our own. You're we totally we, screwed. <laughs> yeah, we don't care as much, you know. But um, I did. I was aware through the International Tribunal of Natural Justice and the research that I was doing when I was involved in it that Hillary was somehow implicated in some of the pedophilia and i didn't know exactly the link but i remember that was like and then the epstein thing comes out and i'm like oh my goodness like is this oh, actually it's, it's much worse than that i mean hillary yeah. was actively participating with people who were, who were stealing Haitian kids uh, with with kids being smuggled in and obama smuggled a lot of kids in ten thousand a month someone said um a, a lot of the problems with kids that certificate is that it it's easy to murder them and no one misses them. I mean, we have some lowlifes in the United States of America, not, not, uh, not only whites, but also blacks, Dr. Randy Short tells me. We have some, some white and black trash in America that are giving birth to children as a cash crop. They're literally giving birth to children in order to sell them to pedophiles. And one of the things I've discovered is commissioner and chief, uh, chief counsel for the uh, Judicial Commission of Inquiry into pedophilia is that into human trafficking and child sex abuse is that the pedophiles are being driven down toward toddlers because toddlers can't talk okay so this is really bad we've also seen videos which i think are, are army troops in in afghanistan created in which war dogs are raping children and this is a video that's going around um there's just some really really bad stuff here I have high confidence that we can get past this. Uh, Dick Cheney has said on the record that the worst mistake he ever made was allowing the people to get access to the internet. It was originally intended to be a Department of Defense thing. And hashtag Google Gestapo, which is Amazon, Facebook, Meetup, um, uh, Twitter, YouTube, and Wikipedia, as well as others like Reddit uh, and so forth. Um, Hashtag Google Gestapo was a very rapid response to an internet that was very, very rapidly supporting democracy and truth telling. And so Facebook and Twitter and YouTube particularly are now totally controlled. And they're in the business of reinforcing lies and repressing the truth. 
which is why someone just after a year now of discussions is saying they're prepared to fund a new ecology, a new truth channel. Truth channel will have displacements for each of these. BitChute will be built up to displace YouTube. Um, I'm not happy with Gab, but there's some other, uh, Mastodon, there's some other things. So we end up having as a conference in which everybody agrees to a blockchain version, a web 3.0 that cannot be censored. All right. And um, I believe that, that because of the advances that have been made before John McAfee's, I believe that we can do in six months what it took Google and these other monsters 12 years to produce. That, that would be huge. Yeah, that would be a huge step in the right direction. And just on the, um, you know, the kind of the dark side of things, you know, one of the things that I researched and have very high confidence in the information that I learned was around uh, the Native Americans and how they were actually having a lot of their people stolen, gone missing by the thousands. And also, you know, looking at why does every Native American reserve in Canada, and I think in the U.S., have a Catholic church on them. And I had a history lesson from a Native American and basically linking it from Nazi Germany um, and having that, they use the same uh, concentration camp model, essentially, to use that in their public education system. And that's in their history. That's in their oral tradition. And you look at some of the things that happened there, talking to some of the people that I know, and absolutely awful. So this stuff, unfortunately, does exist. And it, it gives me this level of despair. I, I went into a little bit of a depression in my early 20s hearing this. So I guess I'd, uh, you can yeah, but you're, you're alive and you're moving forward. Let me make a point, because one of the things, I'm a lapsed Jesuit Catholic altar boy. Okay. I mean, incense does it for me. Incense and the Latin mass, I like. <laughs> uh, I don't like everything else about the Catholic Church, except possibly the Vatican Library and the secret knowledge that the Jesuits have that we will eventually get out of them, including, by the way, the Jesuits are very, very good on extraterrestrial. I mean, the Pope has a whole extraterrestrial division uh, and, and knows more probably about extraterrestrials than any one government. Um, one of the things I've learned as a, as a commissioner and chief counsel for the ITNJ is that the Mormons are just as dirty as the Catholics with respect to pedophilia. Um, and of course, in Afghanistan, pedophilia is the norm at the village level. Okay, A lot of these Islamic societies have so fucked up the men about relations with women that they've turned into pedophiles uh, as a manly alternative. I mean, it's insane. Um, the other thing I'll say is that every single organization dealing with children started out with the best of intentions, for instance, the Boy Scouts and Child Protective Services and Oxfam, and they ended up attracting pedophiles who rose in the ranks and now protect pedophiles in the lower ranks. Pedophilia is everywhere. In fact, I've said on the record, I believe that there is a pedophile um, every block in America, and there is a kill room every 10 to 15 blocks in America, all right? And we're turning a blind eye to it. There are 18,000 police jurisdictions across the United States of America, and pedophilia is the one thing they will not touch because most of their judges and prosecutors and governors and state legislators have been entrapped by the Mossad, who has them on video doing bad things to small children. This is why the president has to do a national broadcast after he's done all these arrests. And, and by the way, the beautiful thing about NSA 
even though it hasn't processed 99% of what it has. If the president were to unleash Bill Biddy and me on the existing NSA database, within 90 days, we would have every trader, every pedophile, and every white collar criminal on tap. And I've posted Bill's letter to Jefferson Sessions to that effect um, at, my, uh, at my website. People can look up Benny letter to uh, Sessions, all right? So the president has a lot more power and a lot more information at his disposal than people understand. However, NSA is partially owned by the Zionists, and they're busy trying to uh, destroy records. And we, we understand that there are parked copies of these records, all right? DHS is owned by the Zionists. The State Department, the Department of Defense, owned by the Zionists, the Anuki, okay? So we've got a fight in front of us. But I got to give Donald Trump blessings. From where I sit, if World War II is our analogy, Donald Trump has gotten this to D-Day plus five. Hmm. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> That's a lot. And it's super, super heavy. But you do, it, it reminds me of like, you hear them talking about draining the swamp. And Somebody at your level, you know, being a former CIA, having read and, and done incredible research with a very discerning eye and finding absolutely horrible stuff and looking at building a solution, what can we do? So it does seem like you have put together some solutions. So to avoid despair of the listeners, is there anything you can offer for a ray of hope? Or closing yeah, I, would, I would say read Marianne, read Marianne Williamson's book, A Politics of Love. Um, it's a very good book and every single listener should do what they can to support Marianne Williamson. Uh, I absolutely support Donald Trump for reelection, but I also absolutely support Marianne Williamson as the only authentic voice on the left, period. Makes sense. Well, I've, I always thought that with governments, wouldn't you just have the most, uh, intelligent people in different fields working together harmoniously to create peace, economic prosperity. You know, look, the system is rigged. The president has said that. What the president hasn't done is pointed out that the system is rigged across every organization, every domain, every level. I mean, you get down to even traffic tickets, all right? My son, my son just got a ticket for driving through a red light on a rolling stop and the camera doesn't show any other cars. Okay, but it's against the law to do a red light without coming to a full stop. I mean, I've actually been tempted when, whenever there's one of these red light cameras to stop the car, open the door, walk around the car, get back in, and then drive off while giving them the finger. Okay, um, the degree to which our country has become certifiably insane at every level is, is horrifying. Um, but I think we're getting better. And the reason we're getting better is because of guys like you and Marianne Williamson and all these consciousness people that I've written about, whose books I've read. Um, I've got, if, if people go to phibetaiota.net and they click on the reviews page, they'll see a whole series of lists of books about consciousness and so forth that I put up at the top. Um, we are reinventing ourselves. That's what's happening. We are reinventing ourselves. And for you, gentle soul from Canada to be talking to a former spy asshole from the United <laughs> States of America represents something has changed. All right. For the better. Um, I'm really, I'm actually very positive, very optimistic. I think the education of the public is key. 
I think we need to start pushing back on all of this bullshit that the deep state and the shadow government, the two-party tyranny and, and, and uh, the George Sotoses of the world have been pushing. They're basically trying to dismantle us so we all become libertine consumers with no values, okay? Um, whereas, in fact, the greatest value is the hardworking family guy who can fix anything he touches and is self-sufficient, uh, which let me end on, the, or let me end this comment with that note. Nicholas Nassim Taleb has written a number of books, including Black Swan, Anti-Fragility, and Skin in the Game. And they all come to the same conclusion that um, Eleanor Ostrom came to in Governing the Commons, which received a Nobel Economics Prize. The only people who know their local situation well enough to make laws and regulations applicable to them are the local people. And the only people able to enforce those laws and regulations with any degree of fairness are the local people. The Constitution is, has been destroyed. What we need to do is we need to terminate the federal government in its present form. We need to cut it by two-thirds. We need to eliminate the income tax. We need to eliminate the Federal Reserve's ability to print and borrow money. We need to push all power back down to the states and localities. And if the president does what I'm hoping he's going to do and cancel the income tax, he's going to create a value-added tax or a, a what Dr. Edgar Feige calls an automated payment transaction tax. Ideally, that should be collected at the county level, apportioned to the state level, and the states, the 50 sovereign states, should apportion to the federal government only a sufficiency of funds such as the state approves based on the federal government submitting a balanced budget. The federal government should not be allowed to print money or borrow money, should receive money from the states. All right, and that's why we need to overturn the 16th and 17th amendments, which may not have been ratified properly. Senators are supposed to represent the sovereign states, not the public in the sovereign states. The members of the House are the ones who are supposed to represent the public in congressional districts. And we need to align counties with congressional districts we need, there's a whole bunch of stuff we need to do. At the end of the day, we're at the beginning of the second American revolution. And I believe we will win this revolution and everybody will live happily ever after. <laughs> you close it up nicely. Well, thank you, Robert, so much for your time and your work and, and your, your bio and your service and everything you've done in your life is truly remarkable. So thank you. Um, you're spiritual in action, my friend. You may be an a-hole sometimes doing it, but uh, you're spiritual in action and, and truth is spiritual too. So thanks for your, your work and everything you've shared today. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with and where can they find more about you? Well, I certainly don't mind donations. I just got $3,000 in donations. I was down to $70. Uh, and because the Zionists are constantly trying to take down our websites, I've had to spend thousands of dollars becoming bulletproof. Um, RobertDavidSteele.com is my life's work, and it's free online. And then from there, you can easily get to PhiBetaOta.net, which is the public intelligence blog that is free with no ads. Unrig.net is a placeholder. And if you want to just send money, even though PayPal has some flaws, it works for me. PayPal.me forward slash Earth Intel. And you should see our nice little logo there to make sure you're at the right place. But I will be at the Disclosure Conference for all three days. There are 100 seats left. I really hope people will sell out that conference because I do think it's going to be epic. And it's going to be the last conference before the president takes action in September. Wow. 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I invite everybody to check out your work. I'll make sure all the links are up there so people can find you. But uh, thank you so much for today and everything you're doing. Okay. And by the way, we're invading Canada in 2022. It'd be easy. Uh, we want the Northern <laughs> Territories. Uh, and we're forming a pact with the Indigenous uh, First Americans, First Natives. Uh, and oh, by the way, China is putting a big port in the Northwest Territories for the Arctic Circle route. Uh, I'm sure if it happens, we won't mind. We'll still be hanging out and giving you some maple syrup and shoot some hockey pucks at you and just make friends. You know, on a, a semi-serious note, I think the British Empire is over, So mm. are, as are the Zionists. I think Canada will be free soon, uh, as will Australia and India and Scotland and Ireland. Um, and I believe that education, once we set a model in the United States for free education that is completely truthful, I think it will spread worldwide very quickly. And that's my goal in life. That's how I spend, plan to spend my next 40 years is as America's and, and then the world's first professional intelligence educator uh, for good. Yeah, truth, freedom, and peace. And like you said, like history, it, it's ugly. We have an ugly history and we just have to share what it is because, you know, there's another quote like history is recorded by the winners. We need to know what's happened so that we can make positive change that works for everyone. So love all those ideals. All right. God all bless. Right, yeah, See you in California so if they don't arrest me at the border. All right. See you then. <laughs> See ya. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that absolutely mind-bending, blowing, <laughs> exceptional episode with Robert David Steele. I invite you to check out those resources that he shared, some of those books, some of the uh, articles that he's written. It's really, really fascinating stuff. Um, I appreciate you if you got through the static and all the craziness that happened on this recording. I don't know why that happened. I find it interesting we're talking about all that stuff, and I got so much uh, feedback and, and connection issues, which has never happened before. So really interesting stuff. If you enjoyed it and you want to support, please share. Uh, tag me on Instagram, on Facebook, all of that helps. Leaving a review on iTunes helps immensely and is extremely appreciated. If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair and toss a buck in the bucket, that also helps. But the best thing you can do to support the show as always is do one kind act for another human being today. That would be an incredible way to support the show and I absolutely appreciate it. If you are interested in coaching, speaking, or training, hit me up, Matt at zenathlete.com. I love working with you. It is always exciting to see what you're up to and help people people realize their dreams because I believe anybody can achieve anything. We just helps if you have a little bit of mentor or a guidance or even a friend encouraging that path because we don't always have that support system. And as well as training is amazing. There's so much incredible training in uh, performance like my sponsor, Procabulary. They are a master class in language. I love taking that course and I take courses all the time. So if you're interested in some of the stuff that I've come up with, with training with monks and in martial arts and doing cold training and everything in between. Uh, happy to explore what would be best for you. So hit me up. Let me know. Let me know. Um, check out the sponsors, procabulary.org. Uh, use the checkout code WordMagic and also the KBB training by Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, and Russell Brunton. Where they're going to show you a way to tap into the knowledge business. And you can go to bit.ly forward slash knowledge biz B-I-Z blueprint and you will get access to their free training so that wraps it up have an incredible day i appreciate your time sending you lots of love and energy through the airwaves let's wrap this up by coming to a state of peace and coherence so wherever you are in the world to stop what you're doing 
taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. And now just let it out, filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, connection, inspiration, confidence, energy, enthusiasm, and ready to take on the rest of the day. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.